What's going on, gods and goddesses? It is Robert Ritchie. This is the morning show, God's Vision, the best podcast show here on earth, where we discuss finance, we discuss cryptocurrency, and even the world markets, family. Now, without further ado, I have my co-host, Lamar Blewett, self-published author, multiple six-figure earner. Lamar, how you doing, man? I'm doing excellent. I'm doing excellent. Good, good. I'm not going to take up too much of your time today. Um, I just want the world to get a chance to know who you are, who I am, so that that way they feel more comfortable with this show. So let's just jump right into this. Lamar, let me ask you one question, man. What makes you feel inspired and what makes you feel like your best self? What makes me really feel inspired is and is surrounding myself around those that are inspired and those that already have what it is that I want and what I'm um, and what I'm actually going towards. You know, so, man, that's just going all in, you know, remembering the time where, you know, I couldn't find myself. Right. I couldn't find myself and just kept seeking, kept seeking for those answers. You know, just just man, I was I was able to, you know, stay in and, and, and stay on task. Solid, solid. I really understand that. And and it's it's really cool that you were able to pinpoint the fact that you were finding yourself. I feel like a lot of our audience is at a stage right now to where they're trying to find themselves. They're trying to figure out what route they should take. What's the best possible route? So if you can give any advice to an entrepreneur who's just starting this journey, let's say this is day one. Uh, what is it that you would give them? What sort of advice would you give them? Man, so my advice is is especially when you have a certain goal, a certain goal or, you know, whatever idea that you want to bring to life, right, to reality, uh, you, you know, it's just strictly focus on that, right? So this comes down to setting deadlines, you know, and it comes back down to creating, you know, those things, those arts that we're creating, you know, you want them to actually look good. You know, you want them to make sense to the people, you know, that actually is is actually checking it out. You know, so you want to make sure that you stand focused, stand all in, keep your head down and grind. Right. Grind, like tone out all the noise. Like, yeah, of course, you, you know, have some time for yourself. And what that is, is, is coming up with a routine, you know, uh, um, that can be exercising. You know, that can be just going on walks, daily walks, you know, listening to some music, you know, write down your goals. You know, I'm listening to some audio books, things like that and reading, you know, so you can kind of stay focused on what it is that you actually want. You know, uh, you want to you want to actually stay within within that, you know, actual thing that you're doing. You know, you don't want to actually just leave from it. You know, you don't want to move from it. You know, you want to just stay right there within that. So. Those things, you know, that I advise, you know, especially for an upcoming entrepreneur, you know, that's coming all in and can't really figure it out, you know, is to just get grounded with yourself first, you know, understanding yourself and 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 just just um, you know, knowing knowing that you know, with your with your ancestors and everyone that's helping you, you know, and, and the support that you do have around you, you know. And just just keeping you staying focused, just going all in, you know that that's the most important part of it, is is starting all this and actually beginning. Solid, I I, I like that. I like that. So really, just that focusing, you stand on track like that. That's something I feel like that most entrepreneurs have a tough time doing because it's a path, right? That path has twists and turns. Sometimes you you feel like you're climbing up a mountain. 
right? It's a journey. So a lot of the times, like Lamar just said, is that you have to remain focused. You have to remain so focused that everything happening around you, you don't even notice it. Because that's the only way to reach those goals and reach that end destination, just like Lamar said. So I couldn't even say it any, any better. Now, let me ask you another question, Lamar. Like, how would you describe uh, what you do for a living right now? So pretty much what I do for a living is, uh, you know, I write books. You know, I'm a storyteller. You know, uh, I ghostwrite. You know, I ghostwrite whether if it's poetry, articles, novels, novelettes, you know, things like that. Uh, you know, majority of the time, if I'm feeling a little, feeling a little, uh, you know, um, I'm feeling like I want to make some nice music or something, you know, I'll write some tunes for an individual, you know, that is interested in, in my work. Uh, on top of that, you know, I definitely, definitely run run a multi-billion dollar company, multi-billion dollar company that has impacted a lot of people around the world, not just myself, you know, and my leaders, but just going all in, you know, understanding duplication, you know, learning from other leaders and things like that, right? You know, however, on top of that, investing, man, definitely, definitely going all in, you know, uh, when it comes to like, the stock market, you know, understanding how that works and how to profitalize off the economy, you know, things like that, uh, you know, be, being a day trader, you know, or a long term investor, you know, because you see with this here is I know I know I have to have more than one streams of income. Right. So I'm doing other things. You know, if I'm doing one business doesn't mean the other business has to stop. Everything mm -hmm. has to keep going. You know, you want to keep going with different things that you're doing you know, and, you know, simultaneously. So, yeah, you know, um, definitely, man, you know, I'm an artist, you know, an investor, you know, I love to help people, you know, each one teach one. And I love it. I love it, bro. Cause that's, that's exactly what it is. Like you hit a great point. Um, and that's not allowing your in income to become linear, right? Yep. So you don't want to just have one source of income. We all know, and we've all heard it a million times. They say millionaires have around six to seven streams of income. This is not a myth. This is a fact. Now, the reason that I feel like Lamar touched on such a great topic right there is the fact that you have to you don't want to box yourself in. Right. You have to keep your mind open to different opportunities, because honestly, I wouldn't have made my first six figures if I only did one thing. Right. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be approaching seven figures if I only did one thing. The way that our minds work, Lamar and myself, right? we're investors. So every opportunity that we see, we take calculated risks. Now, not understanding that or understanding, I should say, understanding that not every single risk that we take is going to turn profit. But without us taking that risk, it kind of boxes us in. Right. Because if we only focused on just one aspect of our business, then we will be lacking on so many different uh, other opportunities out there. And let me give you a prime example. Lamar and myself, we developed a technology company. Right. Now, this technology company taught people exactly how to trade in the largest financial market in the world. We've taught over 8,000 people around the world how to do exactly what we do, right? We taught people who didn't know anything about finance, and now they're running their own funds. They're running their own financial uh, advisory companies, right? Now, it comes down to you, though. It comes down to the individual learning. So once these individuals joined our, you know, our platform and took part of our community, we made sure that they understood that these were just tools. 
And more importantly, we were just resources, but everything that they would have to do and all of the success that they would make would come exactly from them, directly from them, I should say. And a lot of times as entrepreneurs, we pick things up and we put it down. We pick things up and we put it down. Now, Lamar just said something again that was super, super important and vital is the fact that he picked something up, but he held it. And he picked something else up and he held it. He picked something else up and he held it. That's what you have to do in order to be successful. A lot of people think that you can only make money one way. It's called a paradigm, right? We have a mentor. His name is Bob Proctor. Bob Proctor meets with us every single Monday, and he goes over this paradigm. Now, what a paradigm is, this is the way that you think about how things are done, a.k.a. how money is made. Nine times out of ten, you may believe you go to job, you go to a job, clock in, you get paid on Friday. You work 40 years for 40% of your income, 40 hours a week, right? That's the quote-unquote um the natural system and the natural way of kind of becoming uh, a part of society, right? Throughout high school and grammar school and school in general, they teach us systems. They teach us exactly what we need to do to kind of fall in place into the everyday society. Now, there's a difference between individuals like Lamar and myself is that the fact that we didn't submit and conform to the everyday way of, you know, thinking and making money. That's what allowed us to have success. We were able to take those risks, right, in a manageable way. Because again, to bring it full circle, we're investors, right? So one thing that I want you guys to realize is that as an investor, we don't just focus on one investment or one way of making money. So Lamar, I feel like that what you just said, that should help a lot of people out on their path and on their journey. So I got another question for you, Lamar. Um, if you could only have one meal, right? One meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh, I love this. I love this. So, uh, man, my, see my brother-in-law, for instance, man, him, him and my sister, they got me hip to salmon fish, right? Mm. You know, salmon fish, uh, you know, I'm saying not only it's, it's, uh, you know, it's a healthy, you know, it's a healthy meal, you know, I say, um, you know, but definitely salmon, fish, and salad. Um, Sheesh. With that. I yeah. like that, bro. I like that. That that sounds like a good meal there. I think I'm going to have to go with pizza. I go with pizza. Go with pizza. Yeah. <laughs> I, I keep it real simple. I think I'll go with pizza, man. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. Yeah. Um, that's, I like that. I like that. Have you always been a fish person? You've always liked fish? Yeah. Yeah, I've always liked fish. Uh, especially when I uh, realized that I, I'm i not a fan of seafood. Mm. Uh, you know, so yeah, but I, I chose fish. I like that. I like that. So are you a pescatarian, which means you only like eat fish and stuff like that? No meat? Yep. Correct. Okay, I like that. I love it. I love it. Well, Lamar, I feel like these, most people like it's hard to choose one dish for the rest of your life. Like, that's a tough question. It's definitely a brain knocker. Uh, but at the same time, it's like, it, I feel like choosing that one meal for the rest of your life only going to last a week. You're going to be ready to eat something else after that for sure. Right. <laughs> for sure, <Yeah>. for sure. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Um, well, man, like, I just got one more question for you, Lamar. Let me just ask you this last question. Um, and then we're going to just kind of continue our conversation here because I feel like this is this is a bonding experience. Um, if if you had to give a person, you know, one piece of advice 
one piece of advice when it comes to, let's say, relationships, right? Mm -hmm. What is that one piece of advice that you could give them? So, so like, far as relationship is being learning, learning how to somewhat be become submissive, mm. right? Like, how to become submissive. You know, this this is how to avoid like conflict, any other problems. You know, you you always want to be ten steps ahead of the game, right? So so pretty much like, you know, like. In order for us to kind of react to things, we want to respond. Mm. So, you know, this helps, you know, again, you know, helps kind of tone down the situation. You know, you want to be somewhat 70-50, you know. Which I hear that. I hear that. And what I, I mean like by that. that, us as men especially, right, you know, God created us man here on this earth is to take charge, right? But also having that partner, that foundation, you know, something that is, is is stable, right? Stability comes involved. While we know we're continue to do our part, you know, we want to do our part at all times, you know, uh, you know, making sure, you know, money is coming in financially, you know, the finances are in order, you know, that's important, you know, uh, you know, so go out there, of course, provide meal, things like that, you know, so we continue to, you know, keep working together as a, as a team here, you know, mm. Uh, mm. and you know, I, I say this a lot. Instead of, you know, what I want to do personally when it comes to materialistic things, I wouldn't buy my partner as much materialistic things. You know, I'd rather buy my partner a business, mm. right? You know, so they can continue to invest in themselves and understanding how creating generational wealth works. You know, it's important, right? So those things, you know, I, I know it sounds a little like finances almost, but we're in a world now where where in order for one to understand, you know, have a better understanding is, you know, it's, it's to always make peace, you know, it's to keep peace going, you know, do things routinely together, you know, Ooh. go out there, you know, if, if you're going on a beach and go meditate, bring your partner with you to go meditate. You see, Sheesh, they can, I love they, it. So they can get a feel of this is how you live, you know, this is your lifestyle, you see, and it's healthy. A healthy environment is important, you know, healthy environment. You don't want to be anywhere where it's just toxic, you know, toxic and, and drama and, and, you know, it's just negativity because that brings down, you know, that what, what that does is conjures a lot of problems. Mm. You know, it's going to conjure a lot of problems. And so, man, my, my best advice is, you know, is to just be 10 steps ahead. Sheesh, I love it. You know, I, love it. I love it. I love it, bro. Cause you 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 touched on so uh, on such a touch such a touchy topic. I feel like most people will be able to relate to. And the fact that I like the first thing that you said was that was be submissive, especially to your partner, right? A mm -hmm. lot of time, you know, as men, our egos come into play. We automatically think that we got to be right. We know what's right. We know what's best, right? But a lot of times it's like we forget that that's a whole human being with a whole mind they had before they met you. So being submissive, I feel like is, the, is definitely a key and, 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 and especially staying ten, uh, 10 steps ahead because it's like, you never know what's going to happen. 
right? Every day is a new, a new, a new challenge. Every day is a new, a new responsibility. So it's like you have to kind of continue to inspire each other, like you said, um, and, and also be submissive and, and hear each other out as far as the, as far as that relationship goes, because it's not a one side thing. And, and I swear I never heard that. But 70, 50, like my boy said, 70, 50 and 70 percent goes to you as the God, the man. And then 50 percent goes to the goddess as the woman. Right. Mm -hmm. So you got a lot of a lot, a lot to carry on your shoulders. But. It comes down to a, a, a real concept that I heard some years ago, and it was called your perfect sparring, right? Your spouse, your girlfriend, boyfriend, that's your perfect sparring partner. Now, what that means is that person keeps you from being too full of yourself. Like, just imagine if you didn't have a person who would tell you, like, no, that's no good. Every idea that you had, you would think was great. You would think was the best thing in the world, right? Now, your perfect sparring partner or your spouse or uh, the person you got relations with, right, they're always more than likely going to tell you the truth. Like they're going to tell you when something is bad, when something is good, when it don't make sense. So really being that 70-50 relationship is important because that input that he or she may give you at that direct time may be something that may be vital and important, right? And it, it really comes down to you as an individual. Are you willing to develop, right? Are you willing to give yourself a chance to evolve with that, with your better half? And I feel like a lot of people don't give themselves that chance because they don't have that key insight that you just said was being submissive. Like everybody wants to wear the pants for sure. Yeah, that's man, bro. Like definitely the, those are like the key ingredients, you know, definitely the key ingredients. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's almost like and then, you know, you want to stay consistent with that. You know, just continue to be consistent with that, right? Because, like I say, man, she she realized you doing something different. Mm -hmm. To a point, she ain't got here. She ain't got no choice but to step back and be like, okay, all right, yep, yep. Let them breathe. Let them breathe, and let them. Let's see what what that what happens, basically, right? Because yep. our like our like you just said, our our, our relationships with the people. Uh, within our, our inner circle is what you call it, right? They know you. They know the things that nobody else knows about you. So therefore, they're going to be able to see, you know, positive growth and even negative growth as an individual. But, you know, one thing that I understand and that I love is that you got to understand that everything is, is, is happening, but it's working for your good. That's even in like outside of relationships. That's even you know, um, if you're starting a new business, let's say, right, and you share that business with the world, but you don't get feedback right away, that doesn't mean you stop promoting and you stop selling. Just think of how annoying those commercials are that sell you stuff all day. If they weren't putting their business out on the front every single day, they wouldn't get the rewards. They wouldn't get the, uh, the customers, the clients, right? It wouldn't work. So understand that everything is happening, right? But it may not you may not notice that it's working for your good in the beginning, because let's talk about that same you continuing to share your business, share your business. A month may go by. You don't get a customer two months, three months. Eventually, what's going to happen is you're going to break through. Just imagine yourself knock. The universe has a door and it's a house. Right. You're knocking at the universe's door every single day. You show your business every single day, every single day. Eventually the universe is going to open the door because it's somewhat annoying. Eventually you're like, okay, just give him what he want. 
I'm tired of hearing him. I'm tired of hearing him hollering who about what he won't just give it to him. Now, the thing about it, I had recently reread the book, The Secret, and they talked about, you know, how responds to your demands. Right. But they don't respond to your demand right away. The reason why is because they they want to make sure that you really want that that you really, really want that. Cause you gotta think about the times where you said you wanted something, you got it and it wasn't what you wanted, right? So that's why the universe takes time before it actually blesses you. And that kind of leads into, you know, our, our whole uh, conversation for the day that I kind of really wanted to talk about. And that, that really, the, the layman's terms of it is the law of attraction, right? Mm-hmm. AKA manifestation. Lamar, let me ask you, was there any point in time in your career and your life that you pretty much manifested what it is that you wanted? Oh, my God. Yes. Yes, indeed, brother. Tell you the story. Um, uh, I'm, I'm, I, you know, what I'm going to do is I'm going I'm to start with trading, right? I'm going to use trading. I'm going to use the very first time when I s- start making money from trading. Uh, I was writing down a goal. Well, okay, I wrote a a, a check, right? Like a check out to myself. Mm. Uh, about uh, this is 2015 um, for ten thousand dollars, right? I wrote a check out for ten thousand dollars to myself, and I'm like, man, you know, you know, I I just want to, you know, continue to manifest and bring this amount of money into my life, right? Just mm. weekly, monthly whatever right have so i i start writing this this you know this this fake checkout to myself and it was ten thousand dollars i remember three four years later when i really started to become profitable now i was able to see that amount of income finally coming in sheesh uh definitely bro it's like almost writing out a vision card to yourself and just reading it over and over again to yourself manifesting so you definitely would say that it's effective, right? Very effective. They're highly effective. I definitely agree. Because, um, I mean, I just want to, I want the listeners to go back and think about a time where you were a kid and you wanted that bike or you wanted that new game or you wanted that, whatever it was, there was a time where it happened. Now, what happens as adults is we, we kind of forget about that childlike uh, imagination and understand that imagination is something that is a gift, Right. That's free will. Now, with the imagination as a child, there's no limits. As an adult, we start to put limits on ourselves because of society. So understand when we talk about manifestation, law of attraction, this is something that your body and your mind has been doing since you were a kid, right? You didn't have money as a kid. How did you get the bike? You didn't have resources as a kid. How did you get the relationship? How did you get the things that you wanted, right? So a lot of times in life, we forget about that childlike inspiration. And as adults, we call it manifestation. Obviously, there's a connection between the two. But one thing that you have to realize, though, is it comes down to you. Your mind is a navigational system, right? So just to picture your mind as a GPS, your mind is gonna take you to the destination you input, but without a destination, you won't get it. You won't arrive, right? It's like you just driving in a court, going in circles and circles and circles, trying to figure out where you wanna go, right? So with life, what happens is once you're clear on exactly what it is that you want, they say, write it down and make it plain so those who see it shall run. 
Now, what that means is no matter what it is that you want, if you constantly visualize it, you constantly hold it in your mind, eventually you're going to hold it in your hand because it's super, it's super reality. It's super reality. Now, what that means is this. Everything is going to start in three places. First, it's going to start in your mind. After it comes to your mind, you're going to put it down on paper. Once you put it down on paper, it becomes physical. Okay, so this is why it's important for us to write down our goals, write down our visions, write down the things that we want, because we get to manifest them. We get to bring them into our world. Right. We get to bring them into our life. But it comes down to that same fact. Like, can you see yourself having it? Right. Are you speaking the right uh, the right talk? Are you are you seeing the right things? Law of attraction and environment. Is your environment conducive to your growth? Right. A lot of times I feel like we don't. As, as entrepreneurs, as business owners, we don't take the time out to pretty much plan out what it is that we want, right? Life just happens to us rather than for us. So in order for you to take back that control, you got to kind of take back that GPS or that navigation, that mind, right? That mind's going to take you wherever you want to go, however you want to get there, right? And honestly, Lamar and myself, we have been witnesses to this. Honestly, every company we've, you know, made, every company we've been a part of, every company we've developed or helped develop, right? It always started off with that vision first. It always started off with exactly what it is that we want to achieve, right? Once we figure out what it is that we want to achieve, you got to understand that now you start to do those steps that are conducive to your growth. So, one thing that I want everybody and every viewer to take from this is to manifest the things that you want. This is not no, this is not hocus pocus, mumbo jumbo. This is not no spiritual, esoteric like endeavor. This is a human right, right? This is something that you have always had. So I want you to take advantage of that inspiration. I want you today to get inspired. I want you today to get inspired enough to write down what it is that you want. It should be so powerful and it should be so scary, right? To the point that you almost you almost don't know how you're going to achieve it. The thing about it is you don't have to know. It's not about the how. It's not about the how. The how will make a way, right? So you just got to be mentally and fully prepared. So Lamar, let me ask you one, one more question, man. Mm-hmm. Um, really... As an entrepreneur, what do you feel like is more important, people or profit? Mm. So we, we're in a people's world right now. Like, mm. Definitely, definitely uh, people are, are important. Um, it's about how many of those that you do impact, mm. right? And this comes back to enriching, enlightenment, and educating. You know, it's servicing those people servicing those people and what that would do is not only you know help you but it will also help them you know to actually continue to help themselves and they mm. found so and so on so definitely people people over profits you know love profits. it me too i feel All the same people. way mm-hmm. same way 100 percent 100%. People over profits is the name of the game. At the end of the day, it's a people business. Every business that you're in is a people business. Uh, I couldn't agree with you more, bro. For sure. For sure. Man, thank you, too, bro. I love it. I love it, bro. Man, that's, that's the that's the T right there. Definitely the T. Because, you know, like I say, profit and material things and, you know, even certain 
individuals, you know, you know, can just become temporary or somewhat. But it's like who you want to impact, you know, feelings and emotions and everything is, is you know, real. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. How you touch them. Because like I say, um, a lot of people, a lot of people really be interested in you on not only the person that you have become and who you are, but also how you made them feel. Sheesh. That's facts. Like the saying go, people don't remember what you say. They remember how you made them feel. Yes, indeed. That's that's it. That's it. So, Mar, did you play sports? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I did um, track and field. I did football in high school and uh, uh, basketball just for a little bit. But definitely uh, I'm a state track and field runner. <laughs> I got I, I got trophies hidden back somewhat. <laughs> hey, I can see that. I can see yeah. that fast. Yeah. Definitely. That's how definitely you run your business. Fast, this is man. quick. <laughs> I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I was a I was a basketball and football player myself. Played peewee football from literally like six years old to 18, almost seven. No, like 15, 15. Um, ran track as well. Did pretty good for sure. Wasn't a long distance person. They didn't have the lungs for that at all. So I know you got some lungs on you over there for sure. For yeah. sure. <laughs> That's how it go. That's how it go. Yeah. What's your favorite food, Lamar? My favorite food is uh, asparagus. Really? Asparagus. Sheesh. Yeah. I am we that some, plant We eater. need a round of applause for that. I am a round of applause for that for sure. Man. Yeah, I, <laughs> I'm not a green fan. The only green I like is money, man. I'm not going to lie. I'm not yeah. going to lie to you. You know, um, asparagus is good if I got like some steak to go with it, mashed potatoes, you know, macaroni, yeah, yeah some some sort of bread on the side, you know, because I'm, I'm a real particular individual. Like I can't eat meals without bread or having some sort of bread and with it, you know. So if I yeah. got if I got chicken, macaroni, mashed potatoes and corn, I'm going to need a biscuit or some cornbread or something to go with it or it's just not complete. You know, and, and just yeah. speaking on, on, on meals, Lamar and I both are from the Midwest. Um, there was this big little conspiracy thing that I seen on uh, social media a few weeks ago. Um, in the Midwest, we eat what's called as fish and spaghetti. Now, most people on this post I was reading, they were like, they're both main dishes. You don't need fish and spaghetti. I feel like fish and spaghetti go together. Like, you can't have just spaghetti or just fish like you need fish and spaghetti what's your take on that lamar man you definitely need fish and spaghetti that is traditional mm -hmm. that is the soul <laughs> traditional you cannot <laughs> change that <laughs> hey Bro, that's almost like reinventing the wheel <laughs> absolutely you reinvent that wheel that grandma's that special fish spaghetti and that garlic bread come Woo. on Man, I can go for some of that right now. And it's funny that I, that you that we both agree because it's like you got people from the southern states and even probably some of our listeners, they're going to think about the same thing. they like, wait, they don't eat fish and spaghetti. They say fish and like grits or something, like some real southern stuff. You know, we don't really do that. We eat grits with breakfast, right? right. Yeah, we don't eat yeah. grits with fish. They eat grits with fish though, right? And yes. it, it kind of like struck me as far as like, cultural differences go as far as like even where you are your environment you know our environment like i say is fish and spaghetti like it's good so any viewer or any listener that hasn't had both 
fish and spaghetti as one. You need a bread. Remember, I told you, you need a bread. So you need like some garlic bread or, you know, a biscuit or some cornbread, you know, something to go with it to kind of make it right. But that was one thing that I read and it really kind of struck me. I'm like, whoa, people really think that this is two different dishes. Like, no way. No yeah. way. <laughs> yeah. It, it make it go together too. It just tastes better. Um, it's a meal. And you four, you you know, you you know what I'm saying? It, it's just something with that, with our tradition here in the Midwest. Facts, facts. It, it's a hungry man meal. It's a hungry yes. man meal. Guaranteed, once you eat that, you are going to go to sleep. We call it the itis. You're going to go to sleep. You're going to get the itis and go to sleep. Now, <laughs> at the end of the day, like, <laughs> again, this all comes down to personal preference. You know, if you don't eat fish, of course, if you don't eat spaghetti, of course, you're not going to get it. But at, at the end of the day, this is a hearty, wholesome meal, right? <laughs> this is something that everybody can get it and take a part of. Um, that's honestly, if I can only eat one dish for the rest of my life, I know I said pizza, but now that I think about it, it's fish and spaghetti for sure. For sure. I can't I, I can't take that. I can't take just pizza over fish and spaghetti. So that's what I'm thinking for sure. Um now to kind of just tie into uh this conversation outside of you know food, life, and everything like that. Let's talk about the cream of the crop. What everybody knows us for. If most people who don't know what we do, um I'm what's called is a financial strategist, so is Lamar. Uh, we've been doing it for a lot of years now. As I said, we taught over 8,000 people around the world how to do the exact same thing. Um, we built a technology company that specifically taught people exactly how to do this called Financial Alchemy Pro. Uh, no longer issued to the public uh, for multiple reasons, right? Um, but what we did and what we continue to do is we build organizations of individuals from all around the world, and we pretty much... Um, find different investment opportunities to take part in. So we created what's known as some group economics. So this group economics allows us to both multiply our income in a way that is uh, is group oriented. So um, with that being said, there's a few, you know, different hot gems that we're going to drop on y'all. So if you bared with this conversation, you got a chance to get to know Lamar and myself. Uh, now let's get down to the nitty gritty. Lamar, how do you feel about AMC? Ooh, AMC, AMC, the one, the only. <laughs> yes, sir. The big man. <laughs> you know? Can we get a drum roll? Can we get a drum roll? <laughs> the big dogs. The big dogs. Hey, uh, man, bro. Moas. Moas. I'm talking Sheesh. about. I'm talking about. Okay, I'm going to put it like this. Um, my, my favorite spot in the Midwest, the AMC movie theater, the streets of Woodfield. Mm. If you guys haven't been on that side, that's like Schaumburg, Illinois area, right? In the Midwest, like Chicago land area. Go to the Woodfield Mall area. You definitely it's it's a beautiful scenery. You know, the like like I'm talking about the people is good over there. The whole area is nice. But the AMC movie theater, it's a nice movie theater there. You know, you can sit down in there, you know, have a few drinks or something with your significant other, you know, um, kind of sit back, you know, the seats are comfortable, the recliner chairs, I feel they got, it's big, it's definitely huge, uh, definitely huge. One thing that I do love about MC is that they are accepting Bitcoin now. They Sheesh, are... I did not know that. I did not know that. 
mm-hmm. to give guys perspective, um, AMC, what he's talking about is a entertainment holdings company. Uh, right now is being traded at $44.02. Um, it's down around 0.81% on the day. Um, we had a high, what was our high? 52-week high, I want to say was around $72 or so. $72, um, yes, sir. Yep, to around $72 or so. Right now we're trading about $44 uh, within that range. Where do you see this going over the next year? I definitely see with everything that's going on and with the amount of synthetic shares and everything that's been, you know, pretty much on hold and standby, uh, you know, a lot of look, you know, things that's going on right now in our economy, you know, um, but however, man, I definitely see AMC skyrocketing um, the next year, a thousand a share. Sheesh, sheesh, let's go, let's go. That'd be, that'd be crazy revenue right now. The quarterly financials, uh, from June 2021 is around 444.7 million. Net income is negative uh, 343.6 million. So what that's showing us right now on the year to date on revenue so far, we're up over 2,252% on the year. So the perspective here that we're talking about is based off of what's now known as a meme, uh, a meme stock, right? So there's a, a group of individuals uh, who basically are pumping Stocks. Now, I feel like this is a, a great opportunity for the newest investor because now you have a group of people that make investing easy. Right. When me and Lamar both started, there wasn't these online communities, wasn't all of these different, you know, know hows experts, gurus. Right. There wasn't all of that. The only thing you had was charts in your mind. So at this point, we have so many different, you know, variables, so many different people that think so many different things. Right. Now, the one thing that I love about AMC right now, for one, the company is is, is almost 100 years old, right? It was, it, I think, founded in like 1920 or something like that. So we're around like 101 years old or, or oh, yeah, about 100 years old, 101 years old, right? So mm-hmm. what that shows me is it shows me that it has sustainability for long-term growth. We may not, you know peak to these uh, crazy amount of uh, uh, highs, right? We might not hit these crazy highs that most people are prospectively uh, uh, um, hoping to occur, but we will definitely, definitely moon. We will definitely go to, um, in my perspective, in my case, over the next year or so, um, I feel like we definitely should be in the uh, $120 range for sure. Uh, And I mean, stable growth. Um, I'm not talking about a a whipsaw to a high. I'm not talking about a fluke to a high. I'm talking about stable consecutive growth over each uh, individual quarter, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. So that's my view and my take uh, as well as tomorrow on AMC. I feel like it is definitely a good investment to ape in, uh, but you do have to hold. You do have to hold. Uh, Lamar, how's your experience been so far with AMC? It's been, it's almost like, it's, it's, it's almost like um, it's like I'm use this analogy here. It's almost pretty much like um, it's like you got you have you have ten gold coins, right? Say you have ten gold coins, okay? You have ten gold coins. You know these gold coins are extremely valuable valuable asset and it crashes all of a sudden mm. gold just crashes right gold start crashing it, it, it start consolidating it starts to you know go back down things like that um 
you know, a lot of people are selling gold, so that's causing it to crash. But being a part of that is almost like being in a tornado. <laughs> uh, it's like, you know, it's the storm. You know, you are in this storm, but you can't see a little bit because it's dark, you know, it's gloomy, you know, it's a little mist and everything, cloudy, you know, things flying around. But you know there's a light ahead. Mm. You know there's a light ahead. My thing is with AMC is like having tickets, a certain amount of tickets, and you're just stacking up on your tickets now. As long as you have tickets, I don't look at the profit. You know, I, I don't I don't look at the profit amount. I only look at the amount of tickets that I have. So when that flight takes off, that moment that flight takes off, you you you're top of the game. There you go. There you no, go. But you know, preparation. airports. It's just like being, you know, being in a tornado, being at the airport, you, you know, flight been delayed. Uh, you know, you waiting all day, you know, the plane didn't come yet, things like that. It's a lot of people everywhere. You know, it's a little crowded, get overwhelming. But as long as you stay there and be patient, definitely gonna be on the top of the game. I love it. I love it. I love it. Hundred percent agree. hundred percent agree. Now, family. Uh, on top of that, you know, the stock market is just one asset class. Um, we we trade multiple asset classes. You know, real quick, I'm gonna just talk about the cryptocurrency space, the cryptocurrency world. Um, what's your thoughts on ADA? Cardano. Cardano. There you go. ADA. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Cardano. Definitely. Um, definitely Cardano is it's not only, you know, it's it's um, moving like Ethereum, right? You know, so not only it's moving just like Ethereum is moving, but also for me, the way the price is right now, it's currently at it's currently at um, 282. 282? Okay. Yeah. 282. Definitely, uh, you know, with all the with all the stuff that's going on and and um, how how Cardano is is um, again, you know, a lot of a lot of people say that that it's the next Ethereum. You know, it it, it can actually bypass Ethereum, which you know I'm not going to say that just yet. But um, yeah, it's a great it's a great investment to actually be a part of. You know, just just the technology and everything that's behind it. You know, it's it's a public blockchain and cryptocurrency project, you know, so definitely um, the new things that it's developing, you know, within its smart contracts platform, et cetera, um, definitely, definitely something that I will recommend. Again, family, this is not financial advice, but I definitely recommend to, to invest into um, ADA Cardano. Absolutely. So ADA right now we're trading at the market caps around ninety three point two billion. Volume is at uh, every twenty four hours about four billion dollars. Um, so we got some good circulating. We're trading at two dollars and eighty two cent down negative six uh, six point four percent on the day. Um, but there's been some real solid growth. I'm um, ADA. Just a little, you know, quick fact on ADA. Um, they named ADA after a nineteenth century mathematician named Ada uh, Lovelace. So this pretty much is a, a decentralized market that 
has a lot of upside potential, has a lot, lot of upside potential to it. Um, another uh, cryptocurrency that I like uh, that does pretty well uh, is BNB. Uh, BNB is a great, great, great cryptocurrency to kind of have. Um, and it's a bridge between multiple different currencies. So it makes it so that this currency fluctuates in a way that the return is astronomical. Uh, right now, BNB or the Binance coin is trading at 493.22, uh, around like 2%, up 2% for the day. Um, it's backed, I want to say, by Bitcoin and Ethereum or compared to uh, in, that, in that regard. Um, I feel like that's a good investment as well uh, as far as the cryptocurrency space. Um, now, I'm going to just talk about some pool coins. So <laughs> for those who are not familiar with pool coins, pool coins is another form of cryptocurrency, um, but they're not coins yet. They're considered tokens um, until they're on the blockchain exchange, right? So a lot of pool coins and different projects is what we call them um, are now getting uh, backed by gaming. So the gaming industry, I want to say, is around an eighty billion dollar a year industry. This is when this is where all of our you know kids uh, buying all of these different skins for Fortnite, buying all these different Roblox things, Robux or whatever you call it. All, that is a business, right? That is a business that you can invest into. Now, this business it has a model that's based around finance. So even though it's a game, it's backed by a chart, okay? Now, I want you guys to take some time to go out and kind of start looking into different pool coins. Don't invest into any right away, right? Because a lot of them are not great projects. You want to be sure to vet projects. So that's what this show is all about. That's what this podcast is all about. We're going to talk to you about life. We're going to talk to you about finance. We're going to talk to you about the markets. Pretty much everything that you need to know to be a successful investor and become a good individual, uh, both financially, spiritually, and emotionally, right? So with that being said, let's talk about BNB and let's talk about the connections between BNB and one of the gems that I want to drop on y'all today. And it's also a pool coin. So it's not on the actual exchange. You can't buy it from crypto.com. Um, it's not on that exchange. It takes a little bit more to buy it. Reach out to myself or Lamar for more details. You can find us on social media platforms, Robert Ritchie on Facebook, Lamar Blewett on Facebook as well. So be sure to reach out to us if you have any questions about anything that we talk about here on this show or to even connect. So let's jump right into our last but not least, one of the gems of the day, and it is called Ninja Doge. Okay, Ninja, Ninja Doge is backed by Doge. Okay, so everybody knows Doge. That's the little pretty dog. Um, that coin literally became really popular here in 2020, actually. It started to really take off. We almost reached a dollar at one point, right? Um, and and that, that literally started off at not even a penny. So what I'm going to be showing you guys is coins that have not yet became on the blockchain totally, right? But have good high potential because of its actual, uh, right? So Ninja Doge, its utility is really based off of a game that's released uh, over the next 10 hours or so today. Uh, it'll be releasing. So Ninja Doge, Ninja Doge right now, let's see what it is trading at. 
trading below a penny market cap is around 1.7 million dollars right now so a super low market cap with such a great high potential we're looking at 100x to 1000x on this coin i've been in this coin for around 30 days or so again this is not financial advice past profits do not guarantee future results okay so everything that we talk about here is just our insight uh, what it is that we're looking at as investors and as seasoned investors. So Ninja Doge, Ninja Doge, everybody, when you get a chance, go out and look at Ninja Doge. If you found this podcast on Apple, if you found this podcast on um, Anchor, wherever you found this podcast, now go and find Lamar and myself right? Go find us so we can connect you and show you exactly what it is that we're doing in a more personal level. So with all that being said, Lamar, what is your take on Ninja Doge? Ninja Doge. Oh my God. Whew. I'm talking about, man, bro. Uh, I'm going to give a prime example with baby cakes. There baby we go. Cake. Ninja Dogs. I'm talking about from when I took only $39 $39, right? I was out of town, actually. Business business trip. And uh, had $39, right? And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take this $39 that I do have just just because it just to, you know, just, just to show what I can turn this $39, $32 bucks to, <laughs> you know? <laughs> just to, to kind of see what's going on. Man, I made that investment. I made that investment into these pool coins and turned that thirty nine dollars into thirteen hundred within that within two days. Sheesh. Two days. Sheesh. Look at that. Look at that. So, family, that's the potential gods and goddesses. Is it's about it's all about your timing. It's all about who, not necessarily what you know, but who you know and who can connect you to what is what. Right. That way, you can really start to take advantage of this whole whole cryptocurrency space because there is a lot of potential here a lot of potential uh next week saturday we're going to talk about nfts uh we're going to talk about the foreign exchange market we're going to talk about the hfx market and we're going to continue on this whole conversation with lamar and myself but without further ado i want to say thank you lamar thank you for your insight thank you for being a friend thank you for being a good business partner and more important thank you for being a mentor to thousands of individuals from all around the world Thank you, too, brother. Man, I definitely appreciate you as well, too, Robert. And, man, for you actually guiding me and continuing to mold me, you know, and lead, you know, lead as a leader, man, that you are. Thank you, too, brother. I appreciate you, man, forever, forever grateful, forever grateful, man. And, uh, man, let's keep let's keep on impacting. Let's keep let's building. Do it. Let's know. do it. Well, everybody, thank you for tuning in to God's Vision, our first podcast, the number one podcast on Earth. We appreciate everyone's time. Everybody, please go and share this podcast with your friends family and all of the world until next week family it's all love guys